Welcome to the Modern Spiritual Power Couple Podcast. I'm Dr. Brenda Brummond, an entrepreneur, doctor, mindset coach, and self-help junkie. I'm super passionate about helping women get out of their own way and stop the mental self-sabotage to step into their soul's purpose and create miracles in every area of their life. And I'm Dr. Dennis Brummond, a men's performance coach, doctor of chiropractic, and a major critical thinker. I'm obsessed with helping men navigate life's challenges to master their mindset, improve their emotional intelligence, and find a greater purpose. We created this podcast to help men and women whose relationships have gotten stale, stuck, and distant, who crave something brand new, a whole new way of elevating themselves and their relationship. We'll share how we went from rock bottom with cheating, lies, and addictions to learn how to forgive and grow on all levels, physically, mentally, and emotionally, to become a modern spiritual power couple. Let us take you somewhere new, somewhere you've never even been before. We believe there's greatness inside each and every one of us, and together we can be unstoppable. Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Brenda. And I'm Dennis. And we are excited to be back here with you guys again. This is a topic that not a lot of people probably talk about what we're going over today. And that is, what is your vision for your relationship? So what we mean by that is, what is your vision as for your relationship from your perspective? And then what is your partner's vision? And do you even know what their vision is? You know how so many of us will have financial goals or even health goals or goals for our weight and weight loss. We might even have goals for our golf game and goals for so many things in life. And the relationship oftentimes seems like we just kind of plant it in its place. It can be so easy to take for granted. We just expect they're always going to be there. We sort of expect that it's just going to move along the way it should. And we all know that where we put our attention and our intention allows something to grow. So let today be maybe a reminder, maybe a wake-up call. If you don't have goals for your relationship, And I don't even know if goals is the right word there. I like vision. Vision is a little more exciting. Vision is a little more, it feels like it has some energy to it. Goals, I think of like more structural things like financial and that sort of thing. But let today be a wake up call for you to either sit down and write your vision of your relationship out and also encourage your partner to do the same thing. And then how fun would it be to set a time to go for dinner or hang out together and share each other's goals? How do you know that what your goals are, are the same as what your partners are? And if you don't ask them, how in the world would you ever know what their vision is? Yeah, this podcast came about, my wife and I were just talking about, you know, as a chiropractor, 
we always have goals for our health. And with my patients, et cetera, we always set goals. You know, what are they trying to achieve in the next month, the next six months, the next year, et cetera. And we popped on the idea of, oh, isn't that interesting? For our couples podcast, what a powerful idea. You know, how many of you out there have a vision for your relationship? You know, what is that? And we started discussing it and talking about it a little bit. And we're saying, wow, okay, that's something we could re, you know, or define and work on. And so that's where this idea for this podcast came about. Yeah. And what it brought about was Dennis and I sitting down saying, oh, gee, you know, (laughs) we need to talk about this ourselves. You know, we can't just tell you to do it if we don't do it ourselves. And then we started thinking, okay, what does it mean? Like, what are the categories when you think about your relationship? Like, again, we all know we want an amazing relationship. But what does that mean to you? Because what it means to someone else might be completely different. And for another couple, they can have totally different goals or a vision for their relationship. Just going to say the same thing. If you think about, because you could be coming from one of three places. Your relationship is on the border of collapse. You could be coming from a relationship that's just kind of ho-hum. Or you're probably coming from a relationship that, you know, it's pretty good. You know, it's going to fall into one of those three categories. And then how do we address that from those three different categories? Yeah, so let's break this down into what we were talking about when we thought about, okay, a vision. What is a vision? What type of vision do you need and what area of your relationship? So let's just have fun talking about this and introduce some conversation that you can have with your partner. So one I thought of is, okay, your communication. You know, we should each have a vision or an idea of what we would like for our communication to be in our relationships. As you know, we talked about even in our last podcast episode that the three pillars, like the three Mm -hmm. secrets to every successful relationship, communication is one of them. If you lose communication the other two pillars fall with it. And so if communication is that vital for the success of any relationship, we have to talk about it. So it can go in a lot of different directions, but here's what comes to mind for me. Communication, one, do you guys have time that you set aside where you visit with each other, talk to each other? What does that look like? And is it on purpose? Meaning Dennis and I, you know, recently had a, a whole sit down talk about this where we're busy, we're running two different businesses, we have five children, one brand new grandbaby, we're creating lots of new things in our lives. And there's a lot of moving pieces right now. It's summer, kids are out of school, and there's a lot of things floating around. And so we had a point where we had reached where we felt like we just weren't even talking that much anymore about the really true intimate, you know, like how, how are you doing? Like, how is your soul doing today? Everything was about the kids. Everything was about work. Everything was about our home. Everything was about what we need to do next, the schedule, what's happening, who's going where, what are we doing? And you feel like you don't, you start to not know your partner that well anymore. And then you start to feel like, they don't know you that well. Yeah, I think for the men out there, it's the thing, this could be a challenge to get them to say, oh, let's sit down and talk about our relationship. 
and uh, yeah, that might be the furthest thing from your mind. So for the guys out there, I think if you think, well, we could agree upon this, like you guys want to have a great relationship with your wife too. Even if we said you could take it from wherever you're at with that relationship, I think all men would agree, yep, yeah, I would. I would like a better relationship with my wife. So, you know, guys, we have to do something about that. So it might be that you have to set aside a night to go out to eat or sit down and, you know, have dinner or something where you have some time with them. And I think men could get behind the idea of creating something a little more exciting for your relationship to stop and think, yeah, that would be cool. You know, how could we make our relationship a little bit better? I also wrote down a little note that something that might help you men too with this is that, again, remember I've talked about this topic many times and we'll bring it up also that to remember who we're competing against you're not competing with your wife the competitor is that old reptilian brain that's trying to you know separate people that old thought system that tries to keep you apart that keeps you busy that keeps the kids it keeps you distracted kind of and the so, old animal nature or yeah, we call it the ego the ego and if you can recognize that men go oh there's something trying to keep me apart from my wife. Now it's perked my interest. Like, wait, men for cert for certain don't like to be bossed around and be told what to do and controlled and say, oh wait, something's trying to push me apart. Oh no, you don't. And that I think for men would be like, wait a minute, I am going to put some effort in here because I don't like anyone to tell me what to do. If it's the old reptilian brain, whatever you want to call it. And so I think for us guys is to start with thinking, what is that vision and how could we have it where, what if you just took off all the limits of what's possible for that relationship first, which is another one of our great, Brenda's favorite one from our happiness principles, number eight is choosing versus deciding, which is like for men and women, but imagine if you could just let go of your past. I remember we gave a great talk one time and a woman it took her it was the third talk that she was at where she finally was like oh I got it she goes I get it I understand the choose versus decide and we used to use the example of who cares about the past let's say your relationship has fallen off or it's not that great or whatever it is nothing is stopping you and your wife or from creating something new a better relationship than you've ever had before what's stopping you nothing you know if you decide you want to you can start from this day forward and say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we could have a more exciting, a more connected relationship, something like that that gets you gets your interest. And then I think for men is to think, okay, if there's something trying to keep me apart and I'm competing against that, what could I do? And I think, could I stop and pick up a few flowers for my wife? Could I send, leave her a little note? I know today, speaking of that, I sent Brenda kind of a cool text, just, you know, encouraging her or telling her um, something about that I was proud of her, the work she's been doing or something. And it just popped in my mind that, oh, you know, she's been busy and she's been working really hard. I know she'd love a cute little text from me encouraging her. And I know us guys can do little things like that. So if you can start with something, I think for men, it might be tough to do again because of that pull of what well, she was just this way to me and she did that. I don't want to do something. But if you guys can do it, the reward comes on the other side of accomplishing that. You bring home the flowers that wasn't easy to do. You leave a note that wasn't easy to do. You do something for the kids. But the reward comes back after you're able to overcome that ego um, energy that's trying to separate. Yeah, and I think to keep in mind, again, what's the end game here? 
What is the goal? Because men, women, I, it doesn't matter to me when you ask yourself, what is our ultimate end game here? What are we trying to accomplish? And I think it has to be exciting. Imagine a relationship unlike anything you've ever had before where your level of communication is unreal. Your level of connection is out of this world. Your level of intimacy is nothing like you've had before. Your level of support is unbridled. And so again, when you think about, oh, I know, Dennis, you had mentioned the comment about, oh, I don't know if you're going to get a lot of men who want to sit down and talk about that. That in and of itself is a problem if the man doesn't want to sit down and talk about it. You know, that would be, you know, like they say, you know, top 10 signs that maybe something might not be right. I would say, you know, yeah, we don't want to sit and talk about everything we're doing wrong. I get that. And then for women, you know, this is a a kind of a relationship communication thing. Men don't want to sit down and have you tell them all the things that they're doing wrong and vice versa. So I think then you're going to, if you do want to approach it from that, we did talk about also, I, I guarantee you're going to run into some of that with men. And it is a problem. But mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough one to overcome, I think, for women. So my uh, solution would be for you women then maybe to do something to surprise your husband. You know, yeah, that you wouldn't course. normally be wanting to do. What would be something that would get his attention? Could you do something nice or kind for him or surprise him that would initiate that, you know, spark or create some conversation like that? Yeah. And I think also to remind yourself, like if you're at the point where you say, "Mm," you know, if men are saying, I don't really want to go get her flowers, or if women are saying, I don't really want to leave that note. For me, I need to be able to communicate. I need to be able to be honest. To me, flowers don't mean anything if we're not communicating. To me, a nice note maybe it doesn't even mean as much if we're not like really having some open heartfelt conversations so we are just hoping to initiate some conversation here and there's no right or wrong with any of these things if you are actually even listening to this episode and thinking oh what can we do to raise our levels of communication in our relationship that's great it shows up differently for everyone Mm -hmm. maybe you say this used to be one of our were religious times that we sat together for Dennis and I it was like we'd get the kids all to bed and then we would be able to sit down on the couch and sometimes we would watch uh, maybe a recorded show on tv that we wanted and other times it was just we wanted to have that downtime to just communicate again and then we sort of lost that our kids got a little bit older and it was harder to get them to bed earlier you know it wasn't this like eight o'clock bedtime that we were used to it was like nine or pushing it and then we wanted to get to bed so like those times filtered away from us so you need to find those times where it's important to both of you for not only the health and happiness of your relationship but for your soul for you as an individual I can tell you there is nothing like me stepping out of my comfort zone, going out into the world. You know, I've been um, setting up talks recently, again, coming out of this whole situation where the world was shut down for a while. There is nothing more powerful than me stepping out in business, knowing Dennis has got my back, stepping out in my uncomfort zone in any 
personal transaction or in any relationship in my life knowing that I've got that support back home. You know, and that's the whole thing. That's the the vision behind a good relationship is you will be able to be even more of who you are, not less, not partial. The goal is for you to feel 100% supported in exactly who you are by that other person. And you can use us, use this podcast if it was something that you're listening to your husband to use us to say, hey, okay, we just heard this podcast, let's sit down. And let's discuss some of the things we're talking about. You know, sometimes that's a great starter for people is to bounce off somebody else and say, hey, yeah, let's talk about that vision. So I want you to to give a vision of what you see for our relationship, say, in the next year or five years. What would be like a perspective, something that you would say, oh, this is a vision I would like to see? Um, I think, again, as we were kind of breaking this down into pillars, I would have to break it down into these pillars that would make more sense to me. One is we're first talking about communication. I think communication is so easy to slip away on us. I would like dedicated times that we're sitting down and we're saying we know we are going to connect and talk not about our business. I just had a discussion with another woman in business who's in business with her husband. And that's all they talk about is business. Dennis and I have fallen into this. So my vision on the lines of communication would be that I want dedicated time where we put the phones down, we put our laptops down, we put the remote control down, we put everything else down, maybe our kids to bed or wherever we're at, or we set separate time, again, could be a date night. And we talk about each other. Like women have a craving to be seen and heard and acknowledged on a mental, emotional level. The more we feel seen and heard, the more we will show up as our authentic, happy self. So communication, I would like set times where we know we can really like talk about the important stuff in life, which is, you know, how are you doing? How is your soul doing? Connection, which is the next pillar we were going to talk about is you really need that time to connect. Again, not like passing each other in the kitchen, not on the way out the door, not, you know, in the bathroom in the morning. When do you have genuine time to actually look at each other in the eye And you're not talking about the kids again. You're not talking about work. You're not talking about something else other than each other. So to me, connection is everything, which leads into what our third pillar was actually is intimacy. So what does intimacy look like for you? What is your vision for intimacy? To me, since Dennis is asking me what my vision is, it's being able to feel so connected with my partner on a mental and emotional level that we feel like we really get each other. So intimacy is just another extension of being able to connect on a deeper level. And to be intimate to me as a female is you have to be open and vulnerable. And it's not necessarily easy for every female, I'll speak for myself, if I don't feel that connection and haven't had that communication. So I want to feel on the intimacy level that there is nothing held back, that there are no holds barred as far as how open and available I am to connecting. And, you know, the last pillar was support, meaning if you you really had to be honest with each other and ask, do I have that other person's back? 
am I there for them? Because when Dennis and I had a sit down and just kind of an honest, open discussion here recently, I felt like if I had to be honest, was I really supporting him? Like I was there for him, but was I taking my time away from another one of our businesses to really sit down and be there for him? And I thought, oh, I need to help him more on that side of things. So and that's you have to be really honest with each other and honest with yourself because again your goal your vision for your relationship holy cow is everything yeah and i think for for me my vision again now it depends on the relationship and where you guys are at remember the three different starts and then do you have children too do you guys if it's a relationship do you have children because a big part of that is yeah okay what is that one year goal that five year goal that vision I would love to be great role models for our kids where first thing that popped in my mind was laughter, way more laughter with my wife. Totally. Go and we probably need to do something. Go do something with your wife or you could go to a comedy thing or out to some place. I don't care. Watch a funny movie. Do some more laughing. Um, And then I also see some hand holding, you know, for us that I'd see like, oh, be much more, you know, wherever we're going, a little more hand holding, maybe opening the car door, a little more of what I envision of some romantic um, type of a vision. And then also seeing, yes, just that strong connection and being really a, a deep attraction, you know, would be really cool. And I guarantee all of us as couples that's one of those things that's just part of human nature, male, female. That attraction, if you don't recognize what that is, reptilian brain starts to drop away. You've got to nurture that or work on some way to yes. um, build that up too. Now for men, this is going to be a big one too. And I, well, I, as I pop in my mind, it'll be for women too. But when you feel physically better about yourself, it just you automatically are going to be more attracted to the other person. It seems weird. What do you mean? But like for men, if you're exercising and working out and taking care of your body a little bit, some of your health, you feel a little bit better about yourself. You're working on you're working on yourself in any of those three pillars, physical, mental, or emotional. You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to be a little feel better about your wife. And I used to use an example um, that I don't know if this will sound funny, but I used to say, so if you, let's say, like we said, you're losing some of your attraction, your physical, physical attraction towards a spouse, because it's just, I think, nature over time. But if, I used to think of, what if you took all of the most beautiful attribute, attributes of a woman and mixed them together, and that would be your wife? Sometimes I thought that would be a cool way to think, wow, that's all of my favorite things mixed together, and that's her right there in front of me. Um, Sometimes for men, just to keep that in mind of, wow, and to keep that attraction going. And I think, again, begin with the end in mind. Your relationship is so worth it. Like Dennis said, I think that's really important when you think about being a role model for your kids. They're watching us all the time. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Some days when you're just like, oh, just I want space and leave me alone today. They're watching us at our best and at our worst and so what another cool motivation for us for example we have three sons and two daughters so sometimes I catch myself like if I you know say something that's maybe you know not the most encouraging to Dennis or snap back at him a little bit I realize my sons are watching and they will accept a woman into their lives according to how they see 
their mother treat their father. And it bothers me to think that I definitely do not want them to, you know, attract a partner that doesn't treat them well, that doesn't act respectfully to them, that doesn't, you know, want to have a good open communication with them. And so guess what? We have to step up. We have to be that person. We have to be those people. So I think that's a huge point there. Yeah. And I would leave you with this, that just take this, take it as a little bit of a challenge. See if you can even start something. Like Brenda said, a little bit of communication, set some time aside to just look at what what would we like together as a vision, as a couple? What do we see in the next year and, and five years? And, and dream a little bit. Open up and um, allow some possibilities. I just heard one of my patients the other day say, you know, there's nothing wrong with having like a cool dream. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Who cares if you think, well, what if I don't achieve it? What if I don't get there? Well, even if you get partway there, it's better than having, you know, not having anything. So having, you know, um, something to strive for and shoot for as a couple, I think is um, a great start. Yeah. And just to be able to think again, have fun with this. This is just like another conversation as a couple. And it's because you want to create something brand new for yourselves. And again, maybe something you've never even had before. So again, what does communication look like for you and for your partner? You know, how does that feel? What does it look like? Are there certain times when you want to honor each other and sit down and have that ongoing communication? Your connection. What does a connection to you look like and what is a connection to them? You can even bring in like the four love languages there or where you find out what does love really mean to you? Is it food? Is it touch? Is it compliments? What is it? What is the connection level for you? Asking questions to each other would be great. Yeah, and intimacy. You know, what does intimacy look like for you on a most amazing, miraculous level. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And what is your partners? And see, my gosh, do we compare? Do we, are we similar? Or, or I had no idea about that with him or him with I. So what does that feel like? And we will be able, we will have episodes specifically on that because I feel like there's so much for us to break down and talk about with intimacy. And I've grown so much on that level. And I love helping my women coaching clients with that. And then support. What does support look like for each other? How does that show up in your world? How do you feel most supported by your partner? And make sure you know that about each other. So you have each other's backs when times are difficult, when times are good, and no matter what crosses your path. All right, we'll see you next time. Remember, we're in this together. 